0: Welcome to the World of Aora, a news and lore podcast about the Pillars of Eternity Games, as well as Obsidian Entertainment's upcoming release, Avowed. Hello players, welcome to the episode today. I'm your host, Eric, aka Gingerino. Thank you so much for tuning into the second episode of this podcast series. In today's episode, we're going to be going through the Avowed reveal trailer, breaking it down piece by piece to see what pieces of lore we can extract from the reveal trailer itself. So, with that all said, without any further ado, let's get into today's lore. I'm curious. What exactly did you find there? So, as I've stated, today's episode is going to be us going through the reveal trailer for Avowed and picking apart all the lore we can find. This is not going to be an episode where we go through the Avowed Reveal trailer and we try to find the deepest secrets or hidden implications of the game. That can be something we do on a different episode, or you can go find one of the many articles or videos that are already out there. Instead, this episode is going to focus on showing off the lore that is in the trailer, so that when you see the trailer, there are things you can say, oh, I know this about the game world now. There are things that you can become familiar with. Now, I'm going to play the audio from the reveal trailer on this podcast, and then I'm going to pause it at certain points in time. Feel free to bring up the reveal trailer on YouTube or on Avowed's main website if you want to follow along. However, I will be outlining what we're going through and I will give descriptions on what it is we're seeing. At least for your own sake, however, make sure you stop and you go watch the video at least once so you have some context for what it is that we're going through and what we're seeing. Alright, let's get started. Pause. Okay, this part doesn't have anything to do with the lore of the actual game itself. However, there have been some people that have pointed out that the music in this reveal trailer is very likely composed by Justin Bell. For those of you who don't know, Justin Bell is the guy who composed all of the music for Pillars of Eternity 1 and 2, as well as for Pathfinder Adventures game and The Outer Worlds. He's a very gifted composer and he seems to be Obsidian's go-to guy for this kind of thing. And I actually have the Pillars of Eternity soundtrack downloaded on my phone, and since I have it on shuffle every day at work, I generally hear one or two of his songs every day. If you're into his work, I've been able to find most of it on streaming services, so whether you're on Spotify, Apple Music, or YouTube Music, you can look up Justin Bell and find the soundtracks for these games that he's composed music for. Anyways, back to the reveal trailer. Pause okay so what we're looking at right now is we're looking into a valley which is between two mountain ranges and in the foreground there is trees and you can see them being set on fire up on the left and right of the screen are billows of smoke now, there's a rumor that this game is being set in the Living Lands, so if that's true, what I'm about to say wouldn't be true for this reveal trailer. However, if it isn't set in the Living Lands, what we're looking at could be something known as the War of Black Trees. Now, without going into too much detail, because this could be an episode in and of itself, the War of the Black Trees is a conflict between a few different factions. Those three factions are the Deerwood, the Deer Empire and Er Glanfath. Those three factions were at war at many different points, and the War of Tree specifically has to do with a time where the Deerwooden forces used scorched earth tactics against the Glanfathens. So what the Deerwooden army did is, when the Glanfathens were using the woods, they would scorch the earth, they would burn the forest to the ground as a tactic to overcome their opposing army. Now again, this may or may not be what we're seeing in the reveal trailer, but it's an interesting piece of lore. There's a lot of conflict between the Deerwoodens, the Ergolanfoths, and the Adir Empire. You can actually read books in the Pillars of Eternity game of the long history of conflict that the Adir Empire has. And I will say, even if we are playing in the Living Lands, and what we're seeing in the reveal trailer isn't the War of Black Trees, we know in the Pillars of Eternity games that the deer went into the living lands on a conquest, and so they could have easily applied tactics that they learned from the Deer Woodens depending on whether or not this is before or after those events. Regardless, it's an interesting piece of lore that we can consider. Alright, back to the reveal trailer. We have always known war. Pause. Okay, one thing I want to point out here is, not the words of the voiceover itself, but the actual voice of the voiceover itself. In playing the Pillars of Eternity games, you'll notice that a lot of different cultures and factions and backgrounds tend to have different accents or ways of talking, much like in our own world, of course. So, for example, when you deal with a culture of Amawa known as the Huana, they'll have some Hawaiian tinges to the way that they talk. As well, if you're dealing with any people from the Valian Republics, you'll notice that they have a very thick Italian accent, or they might even have some French persuasion to the way that they talk. What I'm trying to point out here is that the person that we're hearing in this voiceover has a more strong British accent, and that is very typical of the Adir Empire. And so, it could be safe to conclude that the person who is speaking is Adiran. So, to back up a quick second... Aedir, that's A-E-D-Y-R, Aedir is one of the four main empires that you hear about in the Pillars of Eternity games, and the history of this empire is quite prevalent in the Pillars of Eternity games. We'll get into the Aedir Empire more specifically in its own episode, however, suffice it to say, right now, the person who's talking in this reveal trailer sounds like he is from the Aedir Empire. So, let's get back into it. pause okay what we're looking at here is the outside of a castle wall we can't really tell what make this castle wall is or what culture it's from so we couldn't say whether or not this is in the adir empire or this is in the living lands. it just looks like a generic castle wall there's a bit of damage at the top of the castle wall that you'll notice so whether or not that means that this is old and decrepit or if it's just the result of battle we don't know the more interesting piece of lore here however that i want to draw your attention to is the blue banners that are waving in the wind on there we can see some iconography and there is two pieces of this icon one of which we know from the lore of the pillars games the other one we're not really sure though we can make some inferences as to what it might mean if you look carefully you can see a yellow or golden colored circlet or a crown on this banner there's a small blue circle in the middle of it, and you can see some kind of horned protrusions coming out of it. This is actually a known symbol of one of the deities in the Pillars of Eternity Pantheon. The deity in question is named Woodika. Woodika is one of the 11 gods of Eora, and she is often called the Exile Queen or the Burned Queen, or Oathbinder, which will come into play later. Wuttaka is god of things like law, justice, oaths and promises, rightful rulership, hierarchies, memory, and vengeance. She is often referred to as the most powerful of the deities, and it's for that reason that the other deities got together and exiled her, so that she would not be able to overpower them. Hence one of the names she goes by, the Exiled Queen. One interesting thing to note about Wuttaka especially in comparison to the rest of the reveal trailer and things we've already seen, is that while there are many places and cultures that consider her the patron god for their people, one particular empire of people, of note, is the Adir Empire. So that's a few times now that we've got small references to the Adir Empire. And what this tells me is that we're going to definitely be dealing with the Adir Empire in some way, shape, or form in the game of avowed. Whether or not we're gonna be dealing with them directly, or playing a piece of history from something that we know in the game, or whether or not they're the bad guys even, we can't know for sure. But it seems pretty sure that they're going to be a major faction within the game. Let's get back to the trailer and maybe we'll see if they pop up again. It forged our empire pause okay so what i want to bring our attention to is the word empire i want to clarify this first off by saying the word empire in this reveal trailer might just be used to flavor the reveal trailer it might not literally mean one of the empires in the game because there are a few factions and cultures which refer to their kingdom as an empire particularly i'm thinking of the four main factions which refer to themselves as an empire there's already one that we've talked about, that's the Adir Empire. There's another one comprised mostly of Amawa, and that's the Rawatai. There is, of course, the Ar-Glanfath, which I referred to earlier when I speculated about the War of the Black Trees. And the last Empire is the Valian Republics, which you might recall I mentioned when I was referring to the dialects within the game. Now, if the word Empire in the reveal trailer is used purposely and consistently with the lore, then here are some insights we might be able to make as i've mentioned the Adir empire has a history of war and bloodshed and so with this person doing the voiceover saying that war forged their empire it very likely could be the Adir empire i don't know if we know a lot about the arglanfath history and whether or not war is something that would have shaped their culture although i don't think that is as much the case The Rawatai Empire has a very strong naval dominance, and they have explored a vast majority of the world. And, of course, they do have conflict within their history, just like any other culture. However, I don't know if the history of their culture is marred by conflict, quite like the Adiran Empire is. And so, for this reason, just based off what the guy says, I still think this tends to indicate the Adir Empire more than anything else. Now, we're going to move ahead in the trailer just a couple seconds. I want you to get a closer look at that statue coming up because there's some speculation about what that statue in the reveal trailer might be. Let's get back to it. Pause. Okay, now there is some contention on what this statue might be depicting. At first, there was a consensus that this was Gallowayne, and there is a little bit of evidence to support that. Now, backing up a second, Gallowayne is another one of the 11 deities of Eora, and he is referred to as Lord of the Hunt. He is a deity that is worshipped by er Glanfath, so if this was War of the Black Trees, we would expect to see a statue in his honor, although we don't know of any statues of Gallowayne to this caliber that exists in the Pillars of Eternity world, so this could indicate that we either just didn't explore this particular area, or it could be explained by this being a sequel. There's a number of things about it. Now, the question is whether or not this is actually Gallowayne, and so let's go through a couple of details of what Gallowayne is and see if this lines up well. Being one of the gods, Gallowayne has ways of manifesting himself physically in the world of Aora. The only humanoid one that refers to Gallowayne is a manifestation known as the Changeling. Now, the changeling is usually depicted as a broad-shouldered large man with animalistic features, such as long protruding ears coming up from the back of his head. As well, he will often be surrounded by some of his animal entourage, often a wolf at his left side, which is consistent with the statue that we see here in the reveal trailer. However, on his right, he'll usually have a great bear, and in front of him, he'll usually have what's called a stalgar, which is kind of like... badass version of a saber-toothed tiger. So in looking at the statue in the reveal trailer, we do have a broad-shouldered, brutish-looking man. We don't really see many animalistic features such as the elongated ears. There is the wolf at his left side, however, and if you were able to go online to see concept art of Gallowayne or pictures of him from the actual Pillars games, You'll notice that the garb depicted on the statue is similar to the garb that he is wearing in the artwork for Gallowayne. All that said, I'm not convinced this is Gallowayne, and in fact, I side with the people who say that this is not Gallowayne and this might be somebody else. And there are several reasons why. First off being, he doesn't have the other two animals accompanying him. And while certainly that might have just been a very large project to take on for whoever sculpted this, I feel that if you were going to make a statue in honor of Gallowayne and his animal followers, that you would have either made it smaller, or you would have found a way to make it work. Secondly, the animalistic features are not present on this statue, and that is a very important part to the manifestation of Gallowayne, known as the changeling. And lastly, this statue has a sword that he is holding onto the hilt of, and we do not see any depictions of Gallowayne holding onto a sword. That doesn't mean that a culture wouldn't necessarily make a statue of Gallowayne holding on to a sword. However, it just doesn't seem to be consistent with a lot of the things we already know about Gallowayne. And so, I am not convinced that this is a depiction of that god. More likely, this is probably someone who is very important in history. Looking at the statue, it looks rather aged. There's a lot of cracks and there's some things growing out of it, or at least that's kind of what it looks like. There are some other speculations as to who this may or may not be. The most popular one that I've seen is that this might be someone known as Admeth Hadred. And if that's true, that would put us playing in a continent called the Eastern Reach. If we are to believe the leak that we are playing in the Living Lands, then it's very likely we don't know who this is. And in fact, we might learn in the game of Avowed who this person is. Perhaps it's a person of great mystery from history or perhaps it is someone that we will get to interact with or go find, or we will have to find teachings of theirs, or we will have to find a lost relic of theirs that has their essence, or we might even have to find someone who possesses the soul of this person after it reincarnated back into the world of Aeora. We just don't know. But for now, it's interesting to speculate whether or not this is a depiction of the god Galloway, or whether or not this is just a very famous person from the history locally. At the very least, it gives us something to chew over. And if you look carefully, as the reveal trailer continues, you might notice this green hue on the statue's right side. I'm fairly certain that this is the naturally occurring crystalline structure known as Adra, which appears in the Pillar's world. And this substance, Adra, it deserves an episode all on its own. Let's continue through the reveal trailer for now to see what else we can find. Heroes into queens and kings. Pause. Quick little lore thing, if we are referring to one of the four empires, he mentions specifically about queens and kings, and we know in an empire like the Valian Republics that they don't necessarily have kings and queens, they might have something like dukes. So that can narrow down a little closer to what it is that we're talking about, and again, it is consistent with the Adir Empire, so we have even more evidence suggesting the Adir Empire is a big player within this game. Back to the trailer. And decimated our foes. Pause. So the arrow that was flying through the air in the reveal trailer just went through one of the skeletons. Now, in epic fantasy games, you'll usually see undead skeletons walking around all over the place as enemies to fight. Just cannon fodder for your character to go through. It's a very common trope to see in fantasy games. If you play Dungeons & Dragons, you'll quite often go against enemies of the undead who take the form of skeletons. If you play in Skyrim and you're going through one of the dungeons where you're encountering Draugr, you're also going to run into skeletons. It's something that we see a lot. However, one interesting thing about the Aeoran world and the writing that Obsidian did for this world is that they don't just assume that these undead skeletons appeared out of nowhere and they're just there for you to fight there is actual in-game justification for the existence of undead such as these. And this is something that I've touched on in the last episode, and it's a school of academics known as animancy. Animancy is the study of essence, or the soul, and it really breaks down the soul to a science. In the world of Aora, the soul is a known quantity. It's a manipulative quantity. You can actually transfer the soul of one creature into an object or into something else you can look into the past lives of reincarnation that exists within Ayora. And so the study of this stuff is known as animancy, and through experimenting in animancy many great things have happened. However, there's also been some major downsides, and the undead is one of them. And so that's just something to bring into perspective on this reveal trailer that we see this undead around that very likely means that animancy has gone on in the area that we're going to play in. It's probably going to have a large impact on the narrative, and you as a player are probably going to have to make a lot of big moral choices about Animancy, as is consistent with the other pillars of eternity games. So back to the trailer. Now our oaths are lost. Forsaken. Pause. While any culture in the game can have underground ruins, there is one particular society that was well known for having lots and lots of underground ruins. Again, I will clarify, it's not the only one that does it, so before anyone sends me a message saying that it could be any number of ones, I do just want to affirm that. However, in the Pillars of Eternity games, we're often exploring these underground ancient ruins that belong to a society of people known as the Anguithans. And whether or not this is actually Inguithin Ruins, I'm not sure. I'm not as familiar with their architecture to see if it's consistent with that. But the Inguithins, as far as we can tell, was an ancient society of people that existed across all of known Aora and possibly beyond the places that we don't know currently. And it's a great mystery as to what happened to them, because none of the Inguithins that we know are alive today, or at least that's the commonly held belief or knowledge about them. If you've played a game like Mass Effect, for example, it's not dissimilar to what the Protheans were, this ancient race of very advanced people who just died off. Now, we're not going to be facing Reapers like from Mass Effect in Avowed, at least I don't think we will be. However, it is one of the mysteries of the world as to what happened to the Inguithans. You may or may not learn something about what did happen to them in the Pillars games. I'll let you explore that for yourself. Needless to say, they're this ancient society of advanced people who know a lot about animancy. And delving into ruins such as these can yield great treasure and knowledge for your player character. So let's get back into this reveal trailer and see what else we can find. And you must face the monsters. Pause. Okay, I want to give credit to people on Reddit who discovered this, and I'm going to try to find their names, but as it is, it's an old Reddit post that I haven't been able to see who did it. So, if any of you know the names of the people who discovered what I'm about to say, let me know so we can give them the credit they deserve. Now, the ruins on the sword that you see on the right hand, those blue ruins, spell out the word Oathbinder. That might sound familiar because not too long ago I mentioned the goddess Wudika who goes by one of the other names Oathbinder. On top of that, the script that is written on the sword is in Adir. So not only do we have a sword named Oathbinder which is the same name as the goddess Wudika which is one of the patron gods of the Adir empire, we also have script written on the sword that is in Adir characters. If this doesn't guarantee that the Deer Empire is going to play a large part of this game, I don't know what else will. Again, credit to the people who figured this out, that is awesome and really good detailed lore finding. Now, as for whatever is going on in the left hand, this person that we're looking through the eyes of is creating some sort of magic spell with their left hand. They're drawing out a sigil in the air and activating the magic. And the interesting thing for me, as well as a few other people, have noticed that this magic has a purplish hue to it, which is very indicative from the Pillars of Eternity games of cypher magic. Cyphers are a class of character that you can play in Pillars of Eternity that have psionic-esque powers like you would see in other games that have uh, psionic classes. It is an Obsidian-made class specifically for this game, and the powers that they have, especially peering into the soul or essence of a person, plays very heavily into the way that this world is built. And so playing Cypher characters in the Pillars of Eternity games is a good way to really get a feel for the world, and it's a really good way to explore the lore of the game. If you haven't already played Pillars of Eternity and you're considering it, I would highly recommend playing a Cypher class character for your first playthrough. But for now, let's get back into this reveal trailer. Our sins have borne. Is an oath worth the weight of a crown? Pause. Now this statement, is an oath worth the weight of a crown, should sound familiar in a couple different ways. The first being the word oaths. We went over there being a goddess, Woodica, who is the goddess of oaths. As well, her symbol is a broken crown. And so this statement sort of implies that you're having a little bit of struggle with this faith, or perhaps that you're trying to push the faith forward. It could mean any number of things. But it has Woodica and the Adir Empire and some sort of struggle in there written all over it. And if you're to believe the leak that was posted by Sponger on ResetEra.com that says we're going to be playing in the Living Lands, an area in the world that we know was invaded by the Aedir Empire, then it rings true that we might be playing a game where we are fighting against incoming threats of tyranny, which the best guess I can offer would mean that we're fighting against the Aedir Empire? I don't know, but it's an interesting speculation nonetheless. But that statement is an oath worth the weight of a crown, is going to be an important statement, especially since that is the thing that they ended on at the climax of the music. And so that is what we're going to be hearing probably very often as they continue to tease this game. It's going to be something that we can turn back to and reference as we dive further into the lore. At least that's my speculation on it so far. Now, let's finish off the reveal trailer. And so there it is. That is the reveal trailer for Avowed. We've gone through and broken down some of the things that we can say for sure we know is in the lore. We saw a lot of presence of Aedirin Empire influences as well as the goddess Woodika. We have a statue that may or may not be the god Gallowayne. And we also have verified presence of the undead, which means we'll probably be dealing with animancy as well my personal speculation on one part of this game is that the player character we're going to have is going to be someone who is conflicted between either staying with the Adir empire as it continues some sort of conquest or siding with the other side and fighting back against the Adir empire that's just my guess based on all the things we've seen we've seen the icon for the goddess wudika with a sword down the middle and we don't know what the sword means Although my best guess is that it would mean some sort of religious military or some sort of faction-based military that has to do with the goddess Wudika. And if you have a sword that has the word Oathbinder on it, does that mean your title is Oathbinder? Does that just mean the sword is named Oathbinder? Does that mean it could be a unique sword? Or is it just a sword named after this faction that you're a part of? We don't really know. But the fact that you have a sword called Oathbinder, and we know that there's going to be the goddess Woodika, that's just my personal theory, is that we're going to be having some confliction as to who it is that we're going to follow, and you're going to have to make some choices. Anyways, that seems to be it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and if you like this episode, make sure to give it a rate and review. It helps other people find this material, as well it helps me to be better at this. It helps me to become better at what I'm doing, and it helps me to know how valued this is by the community. If this is something that people are having a strong positive response to, I'm going to continue working at it and dedicating more and more time to this. Again, thank you. This has been Eric, a.k.a. Gingerino, giving you the news and lore on the Pillars of Eternity game, as well as Obsidian Entertainment's upcoming release, Avowed.